Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. Just when you thought you knew your ABCs, I'm about to share with you a new alphabet. This alphabet isn't A for apple, (laughs) but each letter in this alphabet stands for something that will help to prevent violence against women, that will change gender stereotypes and that will ultimately promote respect. And that's exactly what the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast aims to do. So chances are that you have witnessed gender inequality at some time in your life, whether it has been witnessing sexual harassment or maybe hearing somebody calling a woman a demeaning name, or maybe you know someone who is in a relationship with someone who is hurting her and treating her badly or maybe you feel powerless to do anything about that. So you just carry on with life and you just turn a blind eye and that woman goes in the too hard basket. That needs to stop. Together, we can learn a new alphabet and learn a new language that kicks gender inequality to the curb. So let's open the door on today's episode. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back any time you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Today we are going to carry on from last week's episode. So if you missed last week's episode, pause now and go back and listen to it as this week's episode carries on from last week. Last week we covered A to M of the A to Z of preventing violence against women, challenging gender stereotypes and promoting respect. This alphabet was devised by a not-for-profit organisation in Victoria, which is the state in which I live, and this organisation is called Our Watch. Now, Our Watch is a national leader in the primary prevention of violence against women and their children in Australia. There is a link to their website in the episode notes. I encourage you to check it out as it has lots of fantastic tools and resources in it. And there's a separate link there too for a downloadable poster that aims to harness the power of bystanders um, who are looking in on the things that are happening that shouldn't be happening in today's society by providing 26 practical actions to challenge gender stereotypes and promote respect. So let's learn N to Z of the alphabet and put our knowledge to work in our lives. So N is for notice. When a woman is interrupted or spoken over, call it out, okay? So why do men interrupt women? 
men predominantly use communication to determine and achieve power and status, whereas women predominantly use communication to determine and achieve connection. So two vastly different reasons. So our perception is that when someone is speaking, in this is our perception in society, that they hold the power, okay? So men assert this position by the way of interrupting and women are less likely to interrupt because they do not want to be seen as being disrespectful because the purpose of establishing conversation is to form a connection. Establishing why it happens does not make it okay for it to continue to happen. Men need to become more aware of when they are doing this. And with a growing awareness, they can change their habits and be more respectful towards women when they are speaking and not interrupt them. But if you do see it happening, call it out, okay? When women get interrupted by men, it can shut down their voice and cause them to withdraw from conversations. We all need to remember that we have a right to feel seen, heard and valued. So let's be respectful and remember not to interrupt anyone mid-sentence throwing that challenge out there for any men who are listening to this. O, O is for oppose. Oppose gender stereotypes because they disadvantage all of us. It's really good to start a conversation within your own family and ask everyone in the family to call it out if they see someone verbalising or expressing a gender stereotype. So many times we're not even aware of our unconscious biases, but we all have them. So when we become aware of an attitude that is gender stereotypical, then with this awareness, we can work on changing it. So for me, it is that example of one day my my husband came home with a flatbed truck and it was loaded up with beautiful old wooden railway palings. They were just lovely. Anyway, they they needed to be unloaded and they needed to be restacked. So I instinctively called the boys and asked the boys to come and help. But it was my husband that asked my daughter and she threw herself into that job with as much enthusiasm and probably more enthusiasm than the boys and she was just as capable at doing the job as the boys were. So this was my unconscious bias popping up that that day that reminded me that it is something that I needed to change in myself. I was disadvantaging everyone in my family with this gender stereotype and I was the one that needed to change. So what about you? What gender stereotypes do you hold on to? Try and have a growing awareness about these gender stereotypes and kick them to the curb. So P is for push. Push yourself to parent equally with your partner. 
a lot of P's in there, but this is a good one, okay? This does not apply when your partner is abusive to your children, okay? So don't seek or try and get your partner to equally parent your children if you have fears around the safety of your children with your partner. So this this thing that is being asked to push yourself to parent equally with your partner, this is for a home environment where you can trust your partner to put your children's safety and well-being as a high priority. Okay, in a healthy relationship, it's great to share the responsibilities. So this promotes positive role modelling that shows an understanding that both parents, that they both play an important role in bringing up their children. It doesn't mean that you necessarily will be doing exactly the same things in your roles as parents. And it doesn't necessarily mean that these roles or the jobs that you're doing will be equally distributed. But what it means essentially is that you'll contribute equally to the challenges and the fun stuff so that you both have equal opportunities to parent your children and be involved in their lives. So Q, moving on to Q, is the question. Question what it means to be a good man. I hope that I get some male listeners for this episode. So a good man, and I I know good men, and although this podcast, you know, is talking about men who uh, have got a lot of behavioural change they need to do, um, there are still good men out there and they are being positive role models in society. So what does a good man look like? And this is really great for us all to know, especially if we've been hurt by a man, because it can happen that you can perpetuate and fall from one bad relationship into another. So it's really, really good to have a strong, clear definition of what a good man is so that you know that you've got to look out for these qualities in a man um, if you start dating somebody else. So a good man holds himself accountable, okay? So he doesn't try and get away with stuff, okay? He takes responsibilities for his actions and he does what is right regardless of the popularity of that, okay? So and he he maintains integrity and he really, really upholds values and respect for everyone and what makes a man great is he does all of that even when nobody's watching so he's good through and through and it doesn't matter what other people think of him he just knows that that's what makes him a good man and so he he demonstrates that throughout his life consistently okay so R is for relearn your history. So this actually encourages you to use Google for something really um, enriching, okay? Use Google to search for women that have changed the world. So 
do it and you will be absolutely amazed at some of the incredible achievements of women from the pages of history right through until current times. So if you need inspiration to motivate you to persevere with gender equality and with living your life to the full, then please do this search, okay, because these women who you'll find many examples of, they didn't wait for gender equality to become a reality before they embarked and set off to do what they wanted to do in their lives. So we shouldn't allow gender inequality to hold us back from following our hearts and from following our dreams and from going after our ambitions, okay? So um, really important, but these, these women who are in the pages of history are all, inspi- they're all inspiring. So please do a search and educate yourself about some of these amazing women in history. You never know the impact. These women, when they set out on their journeys, they didn't know what lasting impact they'd have in doing what they were doing. And nor do you. You just don't know what lasting impact you will have in doing what you're doing when you are unapologetically yourself. So I encourage you to do this exercise. I think it's a great one for everybody to do. It doesn't matter what your gender or what your age. I think it's a great thing for young people to be doing too, to have a look and see because we don't speak so much in um, in schools, I think, about the accomplishments of women as we do focus on the accomplishments of men. And I think more needs to be done in spending more time visiting what women, what great accomplishments women have made in history. Okay, so S, S is for show children examples of women and men doing non-stereotypical jobs. So there are so many examples, but I'm just going to list a few. Okay, so let's just, you know, when you look at doctors, there are both men and women doctors. You look at scientists, there are men and women scientists. Look at truck drivers, there are men and women truck drivers. Look at teachers, there are men and women teachers. Look at um, professional ballerinas, there are men and women ballerinas. It's really great for children to see that it is possible for them to become whatever it is that they want to become when they apply themselves, no matter what their gender. So gender should not even come into the conversation when it comes to ambition. All right, so T is to talk about equal pay at work. The, so I guess, you know, the idea is not to complain about it as much as it is to advocate for equal pay. So if you're applying for a position, do research on what the rate of pay is for that position so that if you are offered less, if they're offering you the job, 
you can be proactive and ask for the rate of pay that is in the industry norm based on your research. So come from an educated perspective where you've done the research and you're able to present that information. The idea is to always come from a strength-based approach um, and focus on the value that you give the company or the organisation and get other women on side. With solidarity, you can strengthen your position to all um, and have a better chance of getting the correct rate of pay. So this is slowly changing. It is something that women have to continue to fight for and um, it should just naturally happen but at the moment get proactive and do what you need to do to stand up for your right for equal pay and any men who are listening offer women equal pay all right you you is to understand that there are many myths about what causes violence okay and I'm just going to cite a few examples so here's one family violence only happens to poor uneducated women or women who can't stand up for themselves myth okay another myth family violence is more of a problem for some cultures than others another myth some people are responsible for the violence they experience. They provoke it. Myth. Another myth, if it's that bad, why don't you just leave? And we covered that one earlier. Another myth, domestic violence is a personal problem between a couple. Another myth, domestic violence is caused by anger and rage. They just lost it. Another myth, many women often lie about family violence. And another myth, women commit family violence just as much as men. Men just don't report it. And another myth. Children aren't impacted by domestic violence if they're not there to see it. And another one is family violence doesn't happen to LGBTQIQA+. I apologise for leaving a letter out, relationships. So there are a few myths and it's very, very good to have an understanding of what these myths are because you might you might have thought some of these things and these things can influence you not to stand up for somebody when you see something happening so it's really really important to be aware of these myths which you might also look at as being your unconscious biases and to be aware that they are not correct and their assumptions they're not based on what is actually happening for that person and it's a very personal thing and the complexities are different for each woman in each situation. It's not a one size 
fits all problem with a one size fits all solution. All right, V is for value, women's choices and opinions. So ask them what they think. So a loss of self-confidence and self-esteem can come from not feeling seen, heard or valued. When women feel that they have no voice or that their opinion is worthless, they can give up on trying to be seen, heard and valued and can become very vulnerable to other people taking advantage of them. We all deserve to feel seen, heard and valued, no matter what our gender or our age or our ethnicity or sexuality. Feeling seen, heard and valued is a mark of respect, a mark that everyone deserves to experience. W is for walk away from males who don't respect women. So the warning signs were there for me when I first started seeing my ex-partner who was playing, he was just a player, <laughs> and he was playing me right in front of my eyes from the start. There were lots of telltale signs that he was not being faithful and, you know, that he was living a double life and keeping secrets from me. And hindsight is a wonderful thing. It really is. It can help you to be very clear and get that 2020 vision. But um, having said that, you know, with myself, I wouldn't you know, have my three children, my three gorgeous children, had I had the good sense to walk away from him at the beginning. So they're kind of, they're, they're the good thing that I took away from that bad situation. Um, so that was, it was my mistake. I didn't walk away from him at the beginning and it was the lesson that I needed to learn. And it was a lesson that I've paid a very, high price for but men who do not respect women do not make um good partners it's just they do not make a good partner so this advice to walk away from disrespectful men is absolutely spot on if you want to walk away but you are already entrenched in the relationship and you're feeling trapped and unable to get out and walk away it would be good for you to have a conversation with a domestic and family violence counsellor and seek some support and um, they can help you to work out your next steps to break away. If you're finding it really hard to, um, to make that call because of stalking and technological um, stalking where you feel very scared to use your technology to make that kind of phone call, um, if you can, uh, you know, use an excuse of meeting a friend at a shopping centre and using their phone, um, you know, outside of the home to make that phone call and you've got that excuse to be away from the home without raising any sort of alarm bells for him that you might be doing something which is going to um help you to get some help with your situation just yeah you really have to try and make that choice to make that phone call be really strategic about it because 
you're the expert in your situation. You know what your routine is. You know when your opportunities are going to be there where you can set something up for yourself so that you're not using your technology to make that call and have that conversation to get the support that you need to be able to break free from that relationship and free from that person. All right, X. X is for examine how women are portrayed in popular culture and don't buy into it, okay? Whether it is that women are portrayed as the weaker sex or if they are portrayed as having unrealistic bodies, um, this is neither of these things are right, okay? So you need to challenge challenge your thoughts on gender equality. Keep self-respect and respect towards others in your consciousness and break down the misguided stereotypes portrayed in popular culture. So be there for your kids to talk about self-acceptance and self-love to help them to love and accept themselves and not be made to feel inadequate because of what popular culture is portraying. And this goes for boys and girls because Body image is huge for teenagers and there are, a, you know, there's billion-dollar industries built on people's insecurities about the way they look. We've been fed these unrealistic ideas of what beauty is and it causes all sorts of insecurities that eat away at our self-confidence and make us more vulnerable to being open to being taken advantage of. Again, this is a reminder of who we are, not placing so much importance on how we look. This also extends to what we have. So it's not just about the way we look. It's a perception about what we have. And this is everywhere. And the pressure is enormous. So if you don't have the latest iPhone, well, what's wrong with you, you know, or you don't have the latest pair of Nikes, well, sorry, you just can't be in this crowd because you don't have what you we think you're supposed to have. So in some way that's made you not good enough. It's all an illusion and, and people just don't understand that Fortunes change all the time for people. It's not a foundation on which to build your importance. The foundation to build your importance and your value is about who you are underneath all that stuff, underneath the physical stuff, underneath what you own. That's what really matters. And anyone who is so superficial that they don't think as much of you because you don't have the latest iPhone, they need to examine their attitudes. There's nothing wrong with you. They need to do some self-reflection. Okay, why? Why is for you to have a role model or be a role play a role, (laughs) I'll get there eventually, why is for you that you have a role in ending violence? You do. Each of us has a role in ending violence. So speak up and act whenever you can. 
Now, if you're someone who's listening who is in an abusive or violent relationship and you feel like you've lost your voice, please don't go on suffering alone in silence. There are people who can help you to break away. Only you know when there is an opportunity for you to call a domestic and family violence support service to get that help with your situation. Always, as I said, put your safety first. I know sometimes staying, um, you know, it can actually be the best way to try and manage what's really an unmanageable situation, but just look for opportunities to get help and support. You deserve to be free from harm and to be in a safe place. Now, for anyone who's listening who knows someone who is in a rough relationship, don't stand by and do nothing. I know it's hard to know what to do because the last thing that you want to do is to say something or do something that could make matters worse for that person. You don't have to get directly involved, but you can call the police if you feel someone is in immediate danger. And that is not just like sort of have a think about it, but it's actually your duty of care. It's a responsibility that we all have and we shouldn't be turning a blind eye to that if somebody's safety is in immediate danger. And the police will then intervene and they'll do a welfare check. So the other thing, though, is if you don't have any evidence that there's violence but you suspect that that woman is in a domestic violence um, situation and you're concerned about her because you're hearing lots of really heated arguments erupting in the house and, um, you know, it's causing you to be concerned, then please pick up the phone and call a domestic and family violence counselling support service and get some advice from them on how you can support the person that you are worried about. And if that person has talked to you about things that are happening in their relationship, then ask them, okay, what they would like you to do. Ask them if they would like you to contact a domestic and violence, family violence counselling service on their behalf or even offer that they can use your phone to make this call as they may be wary of using their own phone, as I mentioned before, because of spyware. But please don't put a woman in the too hard basket. You don't have to fix the problem. You just need to be proactive in trying to tap her into the right support to help her to navigate her challenges. Finally, we are up to Z. Okay, so Z is for zip it. Don't make that sexist joke, joke or say that demeaning comment. So this takes me back to the example that I used earlier. Um, with the guys at the pub or the bar standing around, they're having a drink and one of them cracks a sexist joke about a woman at the bar. And rather than laugh in response to this, the guys that he's with, they don't laugh, but they just look at him and they look at him like that was really off. And one of them says something like, Come on, easy, mate. 
you shouldn't talk about women that way. And that's all that needs to be said. And then they carry on the conversation without giving any more fuel to that guy who was being sexist and demeaning. So this is so important for fathers to make sure that their children are not seeing sexist behaviour coming from them. Remember, you are their teacher and they learn from your role modelling. Now, the tide is turning on sexism. It used to be a lot worse a few decades ago, but we need to be very, very vigilant that we don't slip and go backwards. It's a bit like that example with my kids that I used in the first episode of this A to Z. When my kids used, and please, anyone listening who's got young children, cover their ears or fast forward this little bit, but... um, when my kids used the term my bitches, for me that is completely off because it is going backwards in my mind with the progress that we're fighting so hard to make in getting rid of gender inequality. Now, I know I still have my own unconscious biases to work on, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or better, any better than my kids, okay, because they've got lots of wisdom on lots of different things that, you know, that's what is so great about being a parent and having children is you learn so much through your children that you don't have the advantage of learning when you're not a parent. So the point is, though, that just as long as we just keep working on these things and keep mutual respect at the core, at the very heart of our conversations as to the why, this is the reason that we're bringing these things into our consciousness so that we have a chance at beating gender inequality, that we have a chance at preventing violence against women, that we have a chance of kicking gender stereotypes to the curb and we are able to actively promote respect. So I hope that you've got some value from learning this new alphabet Um, I certainly have, and I'm very, very grateful to our watch, the not-for-profit organisation that created this alphabet because it's such an excellent illustration of what we need to do in society and the things that we need to reflect upon. So thank you, our watch. And um, I invite our watch to, you know, please give me their feedback on this episode too. Uh, It's really great that we've got so many organisations out there who have this focus of preventing violence against women. So until next time, stay safe, stay well, sending you lots of love and light and blessings, Sandy. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. 
I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel but when I turned a corner in my life the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement, if you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. 
I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.